This Raver Replay podcast is being delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. 103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville now presents Southeastern Indiana's top local sports show, Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Now, here's the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. And good evening. I'm Bryce Kendrick filling in for the Hall of Famer Ron Raver as Coach continues to recover from surgery. This is Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI. We'd like to thank a few of our sponsors, of course, Cecil Eisen and staff here at Eisen's Family Pizza, Garings, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, along with George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. Coming up a little bit later in the show, Oldenburg Girls basketball coach Eric Feller will join me and to wrap up. Uh, the night's festivities it will be batesville boys basketball coach aaron garrett but up first a boys hoop coach who has to be pretty happy with how his team has opened the season so far he is jackson dell's clint bowman good evening coach and welcome to the show good to see you bryce good to be here it is uh, great to have you along first how was your thanksgiving that was really really good went to uh, my wife's uh, parents there for lunch and then had a big dinner at my dad's so uh, got to eat two big meals and you know get one of those ten thousand calorie days in. So, <laughs> been trying to work that off ever since. Now, um, we we've talked about with some of the coaches uh, during our pre and post Thanksgiving uh, Day games, and we talked about what a coach's favorite side dish is for Thanksgiving. What's yours? I'm probably a mashed potato guy. You know, the with, old school. Yeah. Keep it pretty pretty simple. Mashed potatoes and. Got to have the gravy. Got, you got to have the gravy. You got to have the corn and green beans. So, um, but I, I think I, I had a little bit of everything that day this year. Yeah, as did I when um, I was uh, at my sister's house on on Friday, and I got finished eating a huge plate of food that was stacked up about four inches high because because I didn't want two plates. I just grabbed the one, and then I'm sitting there next to my mom afterwards, and I'm on this bar stool type chair stretched back as far as I could. She said that looks really uncomfortable. I said it would be even worse if I actually sat upright because it was the only way I could lay back and kind of let all the food well hopefully hopefully you had your stretchy pants on i did i have my stretchy pants hey uh before we get into the specifics about uh, your two games if you would kind of in general terms right now uh give me a feeling uh, about your team after uh, a couple of big county rival wins over south ripley and batesville well i'll tell you uh, when i got this job and i started looking at the schedule it's like hey can we maybe start the season off with uh some easier games that aren't so, quite so intense <laughs> um but it, it is a lot of fun to, to kick off the season that way um feel pretty good about uh you know how how some of our guys have played um we had a, a pretty uh a pretty major injury two weeks ago in matt dickman so we've been a little little shorthanded mm-hmm. um he uh just took a, a, a knee to the calf and and uh, we just think it's a really really bad bone bruise so okay um so starting off a little thin some some bad luck on the injury front um but uh you know i couldn't be happier with the, the leadership the seniors have shown and and then we've had you know a few juniors step up and and uh, we're going to need a couple more to do that, um, you know, as we get further into the season. So, uh, very happy with the way things are going. The first two weeks of practice were great, and and uh, you know, I, I think you know some of that mental toughness that's, that we tried to build in the weight room and in the first couple weeks of practice paid off because we were in some bad spots here these first two games. Well, let's talk about uh, game number one. Uh, we were there to see that one. Uh, I was there to see that, and we saw both of your wins uh, so far this year. But uh, your first game was a 57 victory over South Ripley. You snapped a five-game losing streak there to Team Green. And um, you, you look back at that uh, first quarter, South Ripley kind of gets off to a hot start with some really good three-point three shooting. They have you down 12-7 to seven after the first eight minutes. Yeah, we we just couldn't get in a flow of the game there the first quarter. I thought there was a couple calls, a couple charges didn't go our way, and there was a loose ball that, I, you know, went off their leg, and and I thought we let some of that get in our head, and they were making some shots, and we weren't, and and uh, so yeah, we got off to a slow start, and then the second quarter we kind of turned it on and ended up tying it at half. So right. it, uh, you know, we were looking pretty good there um, up to that point. So you're even at halftime, and uh, Caleb Simon and Wyatt Day they had they were already at double figures for rescoring of 13 and 10 points respectively, and then uh, um, third quarter, wow! In fact, the second half in general, I mean, it was like two. Totally different game. It South, really was. South Ripley dominated period three. Uh, the first six minutes of the third quarter were about as bad as that we, we could play. We started reverting back to um, some bad habits. You know, just one one pass, put our head down, go to the basket, throw the ball away. Uh, one pass, bad shot. And, um, you know, they, they hit a couple shots. We lost uh, Schwarty in transition. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it was just terrible. And, uh, and honestly, I, I haven't been able to go back and watch those six minutes <laughs> again yet. Uh, it, it, was, it, was just, it was just not pretty. 
Um, you know, got down 14 points with two minutes to yeah. go. And, I could sum it up for you, Coach. They <laughs> scored 17 in a row. Yeah, which I didn't realize until after the game because we came out and hit the first three <laughs> of the half, and right. it, you know, it was 31-28, and I'm, I'm right. thinking, well, here we go. We're going to you know, pull ahead and – you know, the next thing you know, I'm 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 burning timeouts, and and uh, the, the the folks in green were going crazy over there in, in our gym, and and um, and you know we had some heads hanging, and um, you know they came over to the bench. I said, hey, we're not out of this game. We did this, you know, two or three times last season. You know, Southwest Hanover had us down uh, 14 points in the second half. Batesville had us down big in the third quarter last year, and we were able to come back. So, I, you know, I just told him, I said, we all we got to do is hit a shot, get a stop, hit a shot, and we're right back in it. And, you know, we won the last two minutes of the third quarter by seven points. Yeah. Going into the fourth, the we're down seven. Yes, cut it in half just that quick. And, and uh, you know, that, it helps to have good shooters that, that can get you back in it quickly. And, and luckily we were able to do that. And then the fourth quarter – uh, we just kind of rolled. So life's much easier when you can put the ball in the basket. It, right? it really is. It <laughs> makes me look pretty smart. <laughs> Eighteen to four was the count in that fourth quarter, and you did go on to win by a score of fifty-seven to fifty. Um, Simon had a, uh, a dozen in the second half. He finished with twenty-five points. Day added six in the fourth. He closed with sixteen. Ryan Wilson hit a couple of big threes for him in the second half. He had nine. So uh, really, lots of contributors in that comeback effort. Yeah, Caleb Simon played one of the best games a Jackson Dole players played, and I don't know how many years he had he had 17 rebounds to go along with his 25 points and mm-hmm. and he created the you know the, the shot that ryan hit in the corner you know uh caleb drove in gave him a pass it uh come to find out ryan ryan admitted the next day he thought it was going to hit the side of the backboard yeah. i said well no, the good shooters don't say that you just say it was going in the whole time so <laughs> he uh he's been hitting that corner three since i coached him in eighth grade so i got to have complete confidence in him but we we really need to do uh, you know I, I thought if somebody watched that game they're going to think you got to guard two people on our team, and uh, it, we just didn't. You know, we just didn't have anybody else contribute. We had too many turnovers, and right. you know, we were just forcing it. And, and some of them, to you know, it's their first varsity game against a big opponent. First time we, they've had fans in the building, really, um, and it was a pretty wild crowd. It was it was a good time. So, uh, and and they played that way. Um, and then you know they looked much better here. On Saturday night, the, right. those role players. So, well, we were talking about the three in that game against South Ripley, but I thought the most telling stat was you outscored South Ripley on the inside. You outscored them thirty-four to eighteen. I thought that that was the most telling stat of the game. Yeah, we, you know, last year, you know, our, our big guys were really good shooters. Um, you know, a couple of our bigger players this year are still really good shooters, but we, you know, we felt like last year we settled for too many threes. I think we shot twenty-one a game. Um, and I'm I'm, as, I'm for shooting as many threes as you can as long as they're catch and shoot good ones. Um, so to start this season, we were really good. At, it was like we have to get the ball in the paint either off the dribble or, or getting it into Caleb because um, you know he's really hard to handle if you can get the ball down the low block. He, he's such a strong kid, and uh, so that that was a focus the first two weeks of practice. And and luckily we w- were able to do that. And and uh, and, and, you know, and then we can get to the free throw line, and it just kind of builds builds on itself. So. A uh, big focus, and it, it was a huge key to the game. We're speaking with Clint Bowman, the uh, boys' basketball coach out of Jacksonville. Dell. After the win against South Ripley, you faced another county opponent uh, on Saturday night. And, man, what a, what a game that was, as I as I said in my sportscast this afternoon, an, an instant Ripley County boys' basketball classic. You get Batesville 82-80 to 80 in double overtime. Very tight throughout. It was uh, 2014. You guys at the end of one, 36-32. You guys were up by four. You got up seven at the end of three, 52-45, and then Batesville started to, to make its comeback. Before we jump into the second half, your thoughts about how your team played in the uh, in the first half? Well, I, I thought it was really important for us to come out and start the game well, um, and, and I thought we did. We you know we came out, we got up twenty to ten. We were hitting some some threes. I think we hit five threes in the first in the first quarter, mm-hmm. um, and, and it was some of those other players, our role players, that right. were hitting them. Uh-huh. And you know, I told him before the game, I said, like I said before, if I watched our Ripley or South Ripley game. I, I said, don't be surprised if they put two guys on Caleb and two guys on Wyatt and let you guys try to beat them. And I, I said, you shoot it until I tell you to quit shooting it And because uh, I have complete confidence in them. And, and they bombed away, and they were going in there in the first quarter. So we got up 20 to 10 and then just kind of relaxed there that last minute and had a turnover. And instead of you know being able to extend our lead there and, and kind of make it a little more difficult on Batesville, they were, they were able to score the last four, four points of the quarter and, and keep it close. 
Well, after uh, taking that seven-point lead into the fourth, Batesville was able to rally and tie the game at 63-4 to, to force overtime. What was the difference in the fourth quarter, you thought? <laughs> Probably me. I... Uh, we I, I subbed Wyatt out there in the, to start the fourth quarter, and you know we, we're pretty thin, like I said, and mm-hmm. and uh, he has to do so much work handling the ball, um, and I he just looked like he needed a minute. He begged me not to. He said they're they're starting that press, coach. Leave me in. I'm good. I said I'm gonna get you one minute, and well, the one minute turned into two before I got a timeout, and and next thing you know, the game was tied, and I thought I'd lost the game for it, yeah. <laughs> to, to be honest. So uh, maybe lesson learned, but. But, you know, a couple of our guys played 39 of the 40 minutes, 38 of the 40 minutes. Um, I knew Wyatt, if you know, we were going to win the game, he was going to have to have some legs to either hit the game-winning shots or make the free throws. And so that was just a gamble that, you know, ended up paying off, I guess. But, you know. Maybe 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 we don't lose that lead if we leave him in. So well, well, the game ends up. Uh, you know, you end up extending the game. Uh, the equivalent of a full quarter. You go through two overtimes. The second over or the first overtime rather. Both teams score ten. And Batesville, in order to get it to the second overtime, they knock down that three at the buzzer. Uh, you as a coach, when that shot went in, what what were your thoughts? Uh, just here we go. You know, we got to do it again. <laughs> um, it, it really was a crazy game. The uh, uh, Caleb Simon. You know, fouls out one minute into the first overtime. He's obviously uh, one of our best players and one of the best players around. Um, you know, so we we had we're down to basically five that had played in the game, and and uh, it wasn't looking too good. But we were able to get we had a five point lead with minute forty five to go, and we broke their uh, little one two two press they were running, and and uh, Devin Greaseup just raised up right in front of me with a minute forty five and hit a three, and so we go up eight points, and and that was one of those no no no. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah, look. <laughs> and so I thought, well, here we go. Well, you know, I have to give their kids so much credit. We we just could never put them away. Every time we'd get it to eight, they'd Cody Moore would hit a three. Everything you know, we'd get it to six or seven, and 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 Raver would would get in the lane and, and get it in the bucket. So they just kept coming back. We and then we couldn't make. You know, we kept making one out of two free throws and. Yeah, you know, we could have sealed the game there a couple of times, and and the, the 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 ball bounced around, and Cole Werner hit a hit an awesome shot, and uh, to send it into overtime or double overtime. What was the difference in the in the second overtime? Uh, I really think we were just able to make one more play. I mean, Wyatt uh, Wyatt Day is you know he ended up with twenty nine points, right. and and uh, he hits the two biggest you know baskets of the game is you know seventy eight seventy eight. He he just gets in the lane, hits his little floater. Um, you know, they come down and tie it. He's got the ball and drives in and hits a pull up with two guys on him and right. and gives us the eighty two eighty lead and we were lucky enough. They you know, they, they only had about nine seconds there and we uh had them running around there and they just weren't able to get a good clean look. So we were able to hang on. It was it was a like you said, an instant classic. It was a lot, yeah. a lot of fun to be a part of it. Wide finish was finishes with twenty nine points, nine of twelve from the line. Uh, Simon uh, had just one miss in his twelve attempts, and uh, he finished with nineteen as a team. Uh, uh, you you really won one at the stripe. You had twenty five of thirty two. While you did have a set, set yeah. segment there where you were only getting one out of two collectively, twenty five from the thirty two twenty five of thirty two is nothing to sneeze at. And Batesville was just six of thirteen. So that's that's a big spread right there. Yeah, I, if you would have asked me right after the game how many free throws we missed, I would have told you it was fifteen or so. I, I really did. You know, just we missed some really key ones. Um, we you know, but we were able to hit enough of them and. You know, Caleb, he draws so many fouls. He, he's so strong, and he's good with the ball. And and uh, I was really happy to see how aggressive he was. Um, he hit 11 out of 12 free throws. And, and uh, you know, we just had so many guys step up. Justin Justin Sweeney, I thought he was, you know, the, the key to the game. He, he had to guard. Uh, he, he guarded Raver, you know, their best player, full court. And he he, sat, he played sat out one minute the second quarter. And, uh and and then he hit four big threes. So right. uh, Ryan Wilson, same thing. We we really wanted to pressure their ball handlers is full court. You know, maybe not trying to steal the ball or anything, but just kind of give them some token pressure to get them. You know, try to wear them down. And and, and he did that on Werner, and, and he hit three big threes. So those two guys uh, just were an unbelievable job. Well, coaches, we look ahead uh, quickly. Your thoughts on your two upcoming games, uh, both road trips for you. Friday, you'll be in Aurora at South Dearborn, and Saturday, you travel to Westport to take on South Decatur. Yeah, it certainly doesn't get any easier. We have we're on the road here a lot uh, to start the season. Um, South Dearborn is is really good. They're big and physical. Um, you know the type of teams that are going to give us trouble. So 
Um, we're going to really have to, to you know, work the ball to score on them. They're, they're really good defensively. And then, you know, got to turn around and go over to Westport. And, and uh, you know, we played the uh, South Decatur this summer. And, uh, you know, uh, Hunter Johnson's just a really good player. I think he had 40-some points the other night. Two games he scored 42. Yeah, so. That's all. When I was in high school, it took me about eight games to get to 40. So, <laughs> so to get 40 back-to-back games, that's pretty impressive. So, um you know, I, I think he's that's probably going to be another challenge for Justin Sweeney. So, all right. Well, uh, Clint, really appreciate you joining us tonight. Great start to the season. Hope it continues for you and the Eagles. Thank you. I really appreciate it. All right, Clint Bowman, head coach of the Jacksonville Eagles, and we'll be back with Eric Feller, the girls' coach out at Oldenburg, right after we do this. From this is Coach's Corner on Country One Hundred Three Point Nine WRBI. Oh my, that's a big pretzel. I've heard that a lot lately. See Swison from Ison's Family Pizza. Our new hit menu item is a giant medium pizza-sized pretzel. Pick one up today for $9.99. We also got your sweet tooth covered with our Black Forest chocolate cake, carrot cake, caramel chocolate lava cake, New York cheesecake, caramel apple cheesecake, and our impossible-to-forget chocolate chip cookies. Get your That's a Big Pretzel only at Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, or downtown Batesville. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Isom's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI. And welcome back. I'm Bryce Kendrick at Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville for Coach's Corner on WRBI, brought to you in part by Great Plains Communications, Hurton Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gutswiller. And uh, thanks to Jacksonville Boys basketball coach Clint Bowman, who joined me in the opening segment. Let's change now from boys' hoops over to girls as we bring back Oldenburg head coach Eric Feller. Eric, great to have you back on the show once again. Thanks, Bryce, on a little bit of a short notice, but yes. that's okay. Yes. Uh, we- called the bullpen. Um, I'm supposed to be, or Coach Mormon is supposed to be here tonight, but uh, he asked me to come in his place instead and talk some girls' basketball. And how is how is the elbow and shoulder? Can you can you give me a couple of minutes? I'm here? warm. I got my minimum seven pitches in, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> All right, Let's very go. good. Before we talk basketball, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was relaxing. Yeah. It was really, really nice and relaxing for me. It's been uh, all the work I have at school and in basketball. Um, it was it was just nice and relaxing to hang out with the family for once. My yeah. wife was nice to have me around the house a little bit more than normal. And uh, we got our Christmas decorations up, got a Christmas Did tree, ate some food. It, yeah. was, it was just nice. Best thing you digested over the four days was what? Pecan pie. Oh, that's my uh, dad's favorite. Yep, I love I love it. It's uh although um I also love the apple pie yeah. and then you put some vanilla vanilla ice cream with it oh. and just put it in the microwave maybe for like 10 or 15 seconds and just it's oh, man that might actually be better never mind I'm changing my answer that, to the apple pie and that the is good. Ice cream. well I, I don't think you can go wrong with either one of them coach <laughs> last time we chatted uh, we talked about your win over Providence and then you had the back-to-back games against the two southwestern schools and since then you took on a couple of rather athletic and physical yep. teams uh, the first one was Lawrenceburg uh, 51-28 at the Feldhouse and and I, I know they got two really really tough players Kirsten Cross and uh, Lizzie Reed who have been uh, putting up some good numbers against a lot of teams this season, and and uh, they certainly did some damage against you when you took on the Tigers. Yeah, they they have definitely improved since their first. T- took them three or four games, but I, you know, saw them on film, and then uh, they played us, and then they played some games after. They have looked they've looked really good. That cross girl killed us. She's she's tall and lanky and athletic, and we just we just don't have anybody physically that can that can guard her. She probably had six blocks against us and and the reader girl she she um she she did pretty well shooting the ball 
um, against us, and I thought we did a pretty solid job against her. But, you know, that was just simply a game where we went into it. We, we were working on a lot of stuff for us and not necessarily Lawrenceburg. But I was still generally happy after after we played Lawrenceburg. You know, they, they've they played some really, you know, I saw some of their scores. I'm like, okay, I feel a little bit better right. about that. I, 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 I wish a, it was a solid team. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a very solid team, especially for us. Um, we, they, they, we, um, toward the end of the game, we gave up some easy baskets, and I was, and I was, you know, as a coach or Matt, I was like, gosh, shouldn't have been a twenty-three point game. Should have only been like fifteen. You know, those those right. little things at the end of the game where um, I thought we could have um, <clears throat> made it a little bit closer toward the end, but we, we didn't have a chance of winning at the end. But you know, just those little things with Lawrenceburg. But I, I really respect Coach White what he's doing over there. Well, you mentioned uh, some of the things that you were trying to work on, and not necessarily so much focused on Lawrenceburg. What were the things that you were working on, and, and what were you happy about? Just offensive spacing, a little mm-hmm. bit on defense, but mostly offense. We we just we get ourselves in. Our girls need to find that balance between being aggressive and passive. And when we did a so much better job that night maybe still pass it a little too much but our girls are just you know i was uh, to be honest i i yelled at kate weber tonight for being unselfish she was wide open in the corner for yeah. five solid seconds in a basketball game that is a lifetime it is and the girl the point guard had no idea she was there and all kate had to do was scream and yell at her that she was open but she didn't say anything she just expected her to see her and kate's a girl who can score yeah. she just and we keep we just keep banging in her head and 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 she is slowly getting there. She's such a good athlete, um, but she needs to be more selfish and shoot the ball more and be more aggressive with the basketball. Um, but overall, we we are just a team that in girls basketball, you know, if anything, I think in general girls don't pass enough. We probably pass too much. Yeah. So we we probably need to be a little bit more selfish and shoot some of those more some of those other shots. Follow that up uh, against a team that uh, really can get after it defensively, a very, very quick team in, in Jacksonville. And uh, you played that game at the Eagles Nest 66 uh, 31. And uh, um, you're taking on a, a top five. 1A school in, in yep. Jacksonville, and your, your thoughts about that, that matchup with JCD? So, to give you some background, we, we went in the game knowing we wouldn't be at full strength because there there's a big religious conference every other year in, in, India, in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't last year, my first year as head coach, and I just found out about it probably at the beginning of the school year, and and we are a Catholic school, so we had a number of girls go to that. Wow. Um, so, and and we had two varsity girls, and then a lot of our girls at split time too. So, right. we were basically limited to five varsity girls for the most part. And we went in that, and it just a, it could not be a worse weekend because we have Jackson Dell and Morristown back to back nights. Right. It would have been nice. Kate Weber was one of them mm-hmm. um, who was gone. She definitely would have helped, you know. And Rachel Lamping, it's a baptism by fire. Right. And luckily, she came. She she had a rough night, but she played. She came back and played well Saturday, but. We just got down early against Jacksonville, and the thing with Jacksonville and Scott is they are just, you know, we were lucky just to get in one offensive set against man or zone. They are just pressing the entire time, whether it's half court, full court. They mostly did a three-quarter and half court against us, but uh-huh. but it's not necessarily a physical thing. It's just such a mental thing when they're constantly putting pressure on you, on the girls, and, and with Rachel being a point guard and handling the ball a lot, and being a sophomore, it was a, and we told her before the game, hey, just keep get back up right. and go. And she, she, um, she was a little upset at halftime, but she came back out in the second half and played well. And but overall, we we got down early and we got it to within five or six, a couple minutes for half, and I was stoked. And uh, right. and in typical Jacksonville fashion, they're like boom three, boom three, boom two, and then they're up. They get a three at the buzzer and are up fifteen. And but I was still happy with how we responded. And and to be quite honest, once they got it to twenty, we went from twenty to thirty like that, and they they had the running clock right what, a minute left, thirty five seconds left. Again, right. as a coach, I was like, gosh dang it, I don't, I just <laughs> didn't want that because uh, you know just something to because we knew. I mean, it was just, we were just when I go back and watch the film, a lot of our girls were just jogging from spot to spot, just so exhausted yeah. playing that game. It's or five varsity of, girls. It's a type of team that just doesn't let you breathe oh god i, I 
uh, it's Jacksonville. You know, it's 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 Scott Smith. He know he's a very good girls coach, and yes, he doesn't let you breathe. Like I said, it's more of a mental thing right. than a physical thing. Well, um, with them, I found it. I found it interesting. I mean, um, because you had the Morristown game after that, and I was thinking, I said, this is this is a game that that could be a that could be a, a W and get Oldenburg back on the right track, but missing personnel yep. also for the Morristown game, and and you know it was a close game, thirty eight thirty one. You guys were were certainly yep. in it. In fact, uh, you even led by by two at the half. We did. We were up at five or six after first quarter. We played well. We played really well the first half, up two at the half. We're down by one after three. And and our goal going in, they have the Klein girl who's very good on the yes. film. Just she just killed defenses by getting into the paint. So I just told the girls um a coaching staff told the girls that we refuse to let her beat us getting to the paint. Well um, and so our defense was basically like the, if you're a history major, like the Maginot line okay? <laughs> in France. We didn't let her get to the paint. Maybe once, maybe twice. But, you know, airplanes can fly over the wall. Yeah. And so can three-pointers. <laughs> so and we did a great – but I just refused. I was stubborn. I did not want her to beat us. Right. And getting in the paint. She hit five threes and ended up having yeah. 25 points with free throws right. at the end. And, Fifteen of the 25 came from beyond the arc. Yes. And 25 of their 38 total. So right. she's a play. And I, I was not – again – we just we had opportunities at the end of the game to win and right. extend a lead, and we just could not finish. And, and a lot of that was just we were just tired. Second straight night playing five girls. We had we actually had a girl get in foul trouble. We had three fouls in the second quarter, so we sat her for the entire third um, and played one of our JV girls that entire quarter for the most part. And we were extremely proud of her. Sadie Waxman did a great job that game coming off the bench. Is it normally doesn't play that much. But uh, that was a game where, you know, at the end of the day, I just I was happy that it was close because we hadn't had some close games and wanted to give us some confidence. Um, I, obviously, we wanted to win. I thought we, I really truly thought we were going to win, mm-hmm. um, even going into the fourth. But um, they just made more plays than us down the stretch. And Morristown's a, g- a good team. And, you know, they they're a team to come sectional time. They got a Laster girl too that really didn't play that well against us. Hit a kill, dagger three, um, but. Uh, the Klein girls, somebody during sectional that's gonna that's gonna hurt some teams. We're speaking with uh, Eric Feller, the uh, girls basketball coach out at Oldenburg, and co- uh, coach. Hopefully, your girls have had a chance to uh, recoup a bit because you have a very <laughs> busy week ahead. Tomorrow night, you're gonna host Edinburgh at the Feldhouse. Amy Schilling's Lancers come in at uh, three and three. I didn't have hardly any information available on them. What do you what do you know about them? And- and uh, what are you trying to prepare for? They are they're a team that it's got a two basically two scores. Um, one girl likes to likes to sit outside and and shoot some threes. Another girl who's very aggressive getting to the basket. Um, so we're we're prepared for them. And but I think I think um, at the end of the day, I think if we just play harder and more physical, I, I'll feel better about our chances. They, you know, we went there last year driving to Edinburgh on a Tuesday night. I mean. That's a long drive on a Tuesday night, mm-hmm. and, and they got to come here on a Tuesday night this year, which is nice. So I'm hoping we can uh, get out to um, have more energy than them tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night and, and just play harder and rebound because um, that's one, one other thing we've got to improve upon is, is a little bit of our rebounding. Yeah, um, I, I'd feel very comfortable against um, – Against them tomorrow night. Well, as you open up with Edinburgh on Tuesday, then you follow that up uh, with your your uh, Decatur trip. Or actually, they're uh, yeah, both of them are, are on the road. So yep. I find it find it interesting on your schedule that you have the two southwestern schools back to back, and then you have the two Decatur County schools back to back with North and South. And you are traveling to North on Thursday, and then to Westport on Saturday to take on South. Uh, Coach Barker's team out of North Decatur, they, they've got a pretty good season going so far, and a young team. Very, they were. I went to actually went down and scouted them. Last Wednesday, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, they they had five freshmen on the floor at one at one point as well. They are they go seven deep, and five of them are freshmen, and one's a junior, one's a sophomore. I mean, they're they they're kind of the talk around the area in terms of one A, two A. They they're eight and two. They started out I think six and zero. Oh, maybe they're nine and two now. Anyway, they they're very young. Coach Allen, who's an assistant for the Batesel staff, All right? His daughter, in my opinion, is is. They're one of their best, if not their best player. Just very aggressive, taking to the basket. You can tell um, she got her basketball prowess from from Andy. Um, she's a pretty smart girl with the basketball, averaging ten and five right now. Yeah, freshman. And uh, and Maddie Bowman, I think, is the other one, uh, other good girl. But the other other one is number fifty four. She's a kind of a, a load down low. Right. Is uh, Coons. Coons, yes, Coons. And um, see, they they played North, or sorry, they played Lawrenceburg last week in Lawrenceburg. Um, 
Lawrenceburg looked really good against them. Um, and they just that was probably a game where, okay, there's juniors and seniors playing against a bunch of freshmen. Right. Um, but they were – but North, I thought, held their own. Yeah. You know, they've got they've got a bunch of pieces there. They're, they're definitely in the – for a three-year run here. So four-year run, I guess you could say, right. with freshmen. So I know Coach Barker there has got, has got his, his – is feeling good about what he's got going on down there. Well, you close right uh, there. Yeah, you close the weekend out uh, with a Saturday matinee at uh, South Decatur. And by the way, I want to mention for those that will be going to the game that that is a twelve o'clock JV, JV start. start yep. Twelve o'clock JV start, which is different than what people might see on uh, Coach Harrell's uh, website. So uh, again, twelve o'clock for the JV, about a one thirty for the varsity. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Coach Johnson's Cougars right now one and six on the season. Uh, I know the Lauren Pay girl is is pretty much uh, their their top. Yeah, player on that squad. Yeah, I don't. Uh, to be honest, I have not watched much film of them yet. I'm about ready to with us playing Edinburgh tomorrow and North. I've we only got three games to get. Only three. For, okay. and, yeah, yeah actually, four and eight days. I've, Manage your time better. Let's not even talk about Rising Sun. They're on next <laughs> Tuesday. They, um, but anyway, they South. I've watched a little bit of them. We've played Southwestern, so I saw them against Southwestern. I, I just got the North and South film today. I was going to watch that. I think I got another one somewhere. I, I, I can't even remember, but I'm about ready to watch them. And, and they are, you know, the thing is, we're going there early on a Saturday. So we're on the road. So last year, I know they got kind of got off to a slow start against us on the road. But uh-huh. the other thing is, they haven't played in two weeks. It'll right. be two weeks. Two like full weeks. And Edinburgh's the same you. way. They're almost two full weeks since they've played, and we'll be the first game against them and then um south decatur's i think even more um but we didn't we haven't played in a week because of we were supposed to play last tuesday against union county right. too so it kind of evens out a little bit with with us in edinburgh but right but south you know at the end of the day it's i think if we just play our game i think we'll be okay but you just never know because we're on the road and as a you know i think it's a i don't know i'm still trying to figure out if it's a bigger deal as a girls coach or as a boys coach if it's a bigger deal to go on the road or tougher on the road um either way it's still tough well we're um, going on the road with you we're going to see both oh, of, wow. we're going to see both right. of those games on uh, thursday and saturday all right well I, i'll see you then I guess. all right on, uh, what five days again okay. how about that yeah coach thanks so much for stopping by and joining us appreciate it bryce Eric Feller, girls head coach out at Oldenburg, and we indeed will see him on Thursday and Saturday uh, when the uh, Twisters take on the Chargers Thursday night and the Cougars on Saturday night. It's going to take another break. When we come back, Brian Halvey's in the house. We will uh, bring him along and talk a little Batesville girls basketball. That's next on Coach's Corner right here on Country 103.9 WRBI. Oh, my. That's a big pretzel. I've heard that a lot lately. See Swison from Ison's Family Pizza. Our new hit menu item is a giant medium pizza-sized pretzel. Pick one up today for $9.99. We also got your sweet tooth covered with our Black Forest chocolate cake, carrot cake, caramel chocolate lava cake, New York cheesecake, caramel apple cheesecake, and our impossible-to-forget chocolate chip cookies. Get your That's a Big Pretzel only at Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, or downtown Batesville. We are here for you. George's has a full line of medical equipment. We provide state-of-the-art equipment that can help you to rehabilitate from an injury, move more freely to do the things you enjoy, or rest comfortably in your own home. Our friendly and knowledgeable staff prides itself on helping you with any challenges that you or a loved one is facing. We are here for you. This holiday season, believe in the magic of connection with high-speed internet and free gifts from Great Plains Communications. New internet customers receive one month free and a $100 gift card of their choice. Existing internet customers receive a $50 gift card of their choice when they upgrade their speed. Contact us today at 866-382-4968 or gpcom.com slash connect21. Speed and service availability may vary by location. Other restrictions may apply. Offer valid through January 7th, 2022. Coaches Delivered by Ison's Family Pizza continues from 103.9 WRBI. And hello once again from Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville. I'm Bryce Kendrick here on Country 103.9 WRBI. We'd like to thank uh, the fine folks here at Ison's Family Pizza, along with Garings, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, plus Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, who helped sponsor Coach's Corner right here on the Sports Voice of Southeast Indiana. I'd like to thank Eric Fowler, who came in and did a little pinch hitting for uh, Gary Ace Mormon, the uh, boys head coach out of Oldenburg. We'll get Gary on a little bit uh, later this season, but I do appreciate Eric coming in on short notice. 
Davis and talking a little Oldenburg Twister basketball as we will see the OA girls both on Thursday and Saturday. But uh, right now we're going to bring back, uh, we, we spent a lot of time with, with this gentleman here the last uh, couple of days. That is Brian Helvey, the uh, girls head coach out of Batesville. And, and coach, uh, um, you you were one of the few teams that actually played on Friday nights. Uh, and uh, really, as, as you take a look at the weekend in, in general, I think there were I think there were a lot of similarities out of both of those games uh, involving your Lady Bulldogs. There was. I mean, you know, looking back at it, I was I was really, really pleased with the majority of our, our game at Jackson Dell. Um, obviously, Scott, uh, Coach Smith has a, a really nice squad this mm-hmm. year, and we didn't know wh- how we were going to match up with them necessarily with their strong guard play and things like that. But, you know, we dug ourselves a pretty good hole there, and um, we were able to fight back, got, got you know, back within two or three points and kind of played with them from that point on. And then, you know, they, they did a number and, you know, they hit some free throws in the fourth quarter and, and kind of pulled away from us a little bit. Outscored us 15 to 11, I think it was, in the uh, – in the fourth quarter, but but overall, was, you know, even after watching film, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of good things uh, that we're still doing. We're still getting better. Um, you know, we're not racking up wins right. by any means, but we're still getting better and still feel like we're in a pretty good place as we move forward. Um, Saturday, we had a quick turnaround. Uh, played mm-hmm. Connorsville. Uh, that would have been you know, that was our first conference game. You know, we were up, I think, seven or eight points at at, at different times in that game, and. Kind of the third quarter was was what got us there. They they got a twenty one to seven difference there. Right. Uh, that was a tough one. They hit some threes. We gave them some just really wide open mm-hmm. uh, looks that were you know from the ten to twelve foot range, and they hit them. You know they they did a nice job, but you know we ended up losing that one by six. And you know ultimately you know we outscored them in the fourth quarter and you know the two quarters you know the first two quarters. So um, good things there. Yeah. You know just but unfortunately. Just couldn't pull off W. Well, you, you mentioned kind of getting yourself in a bit of a hole, but I mean, you got to, I mean, certainly appreciate the effort and the fight that your girls uh, put forth to try to get back into the game. And, and Saturday was another case where you got it back within a possession, and you're, you know, you're knocking on the door, and you just, you just got to get to that point where you can step through that bo- door and, you know, take that next step and. and Get ahead. Yeah, and I and I, I hope it doesn't become the, that hurdle that the girls have a hard time, mm-hmm. you know, getting over. I, you know, they they do the what I, I thought was a relatively short practice this evening, Monday. Don't play again until Saturday, so we watched quite a bit of film today. Probably probably a little longer film session than maybe what we normally would, but. Again, it was kind of one of those things. Also, give their legs a little bit of a break. Right. Um, but we got a lot of shooting in uh, tomorrow. We're going to go back at it pretty hard uh, tomorrow and and Wednesday. You know, st- you know, work, build that conditioning back up a little bit and kind of get, you know, get their legs under them again. And so hopefully, if we get over. You know, if we get in these situations again, you know, we're going to learn from from these past few games. And you know, I, I just desperately want to get them a victory. So I, I think once we can do that then uh, I think we can just keep rolling. A lot of times it's just a question of it happening once, and then uh, things can kind of fall into place after that, that that kids get the get the confidence that they see that it is possible and they can take that next step, and then it's a little bit easier to do uh, it after Oh, that. I think so. And and, and, and this, this group's not going to – they're not going to get their heads down. They're going to keep playing. They're going to keep playing hard. And, you know, I, I just want it for them. I want, I want that to be rewarded for sure. them. Sure. Everybody wants to win. Right. You know, I don't care – you know who you are. You you want to get a W. It makes makes things a lot more fun when when there's victories. Right. Um, you know. But there again, they're also a very smart group. Uh, you know, obviously with with the senior leadership that we have. You know, they know that we still got a lot of season left to play. And, we, and you know, we talked about that again tonight. You know, I still feel like you know you know some of our goals are are more than attainable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we just gotta. You know, keep working kind of on the process. I know that's kind of, you know, the the, the thought right now is you know keep working the process and right. and uh, build your confidence and and sooner or later we're gonna we're gonna start winning. I and I'm fully confident in that. And it, and it's been a bit difficult for you guys. And and of course I'm I'm not trying to make uh, excuses, but when you lose uh, a guard uh, like Michaela Granger, uh, a girl that can handle the basketball for you, and a, and a team that so far this season that has struggled, uh, you know, in in the lion's share of the games right now, and, and trying to keep the turnovers mm-hmm. down, you're you got to be able to try to find somebody to step in to fill that spot and and to find somebody that you know may not be used to handling the ball as much as a player like Mikhail. I mean that's that's not the easiest thing in the world to do. No, it's 
very difficult. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, even if you lose, you know, just a single player, then that forces everyone out of position a right. little bit. Yeah. So, so now we're where we, you know, we thought we had some pieces in place and now we're still trying. Now we're relearning some of those positions. And, right. and it's going to take a little time. You know, and then we add to the mix a couple of freshmen who have been starting on a regular basis for us. And, you know, they're going to have some ups and downs. You know, they're playing varsity basketball now. Right. You know, it's, it's a big difference from eighth grade basketball to, yeah. to varsity level basketball. And, and so, you know, you, you kind of throw a lot of different combinations in and, and you know, and again, I'm, I'm comfortable with where we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously we want to keep getting better. Right. Um, and I think, I think that this group will, will do that. And like I said before, I, I have full confidence that, that we're going to get this thing turned around when it comes from wins and losses from, from just a standpoint of where we are. I, I like where we're at and in the development we've had. Speaking of, of development, and as you're trying to put the pieces and parts together to, to try to make everything work, is there a player or two that has surprised you in a, in a good way so far? Somebody, somebody that may be unexpected that is giving you a little bit more than you, than you thought they might have before the season started? Well, I, I think we had a pretty good handle, actually, on, on where we were at, at, from the summer on because mm-hmm. we didn't get a chance. We, you know, we, were, we were a little shorthanded this summer. Right. So I don't know if there's any real surprises um, you know, per se, by one or two people. I think collectively, I, I've I've been very happy with with the way that you know the girls have stepped up right. and, and ex- accepted or, or tr- kind of changed their roles yeah. in in what they're doing, putting some some girls in positions that they're not used to. You know, Bree Wells has has been forced to play inside and outside. Right. Um, she's a nice, good shooter out from the from the perimeter. Um, so you know that's kind of taken her out of her comfort zone a little bit. You know, in the post pulled her outside a little bit um you know emma weiler we're trying to get her off the ball a little bit right push her a little bit to to the wing and and utilize her uh three-point shooting sophie gazelle uh, one of the freshmen who's who's had to uh, assume a lot of the ball handling responsibilities that's not easy right and uh so so you know and i think she's learning as we go and and so i think there's just a, a accumulation of, of what the girls are doing and how they're getting better i think is is just encouraging. Well, you you've had a little bit of time, or you are you do have a little bit of time this week to uh, to help prepare and to try to iron out some of those wrinkles that you have right now with the game on Saturday. Talk about your matchup uh, to close out the week. Well, um, it's a noon start, JV start on Saturday. Uh, so it, you know, we got Shelbyville. It's also a day that we're going to recognize all of our youth leaguers. Oh, nice. Uh, so that'll be a, g- a good day for all of our uh, girls youth league to uh, to be there. We'll do some introductions in between games, and they you know they work hard every every week, and it'll be good to get them at the game. Um, but uh, but Shelbyville themselves, they're having a nice, uh, a really nice season. They got one guard that's I think scoring twenty plus points a game. So we'll have our hands full there. Uh, they've they've handed it to us the last couple years. Uh, one two years ago, I think it was maybe on last second shot, and and then last year. But uh, so we'll have our hands full. It's not getting any easier. Right. Um, but uh, but I look forward to how the girls are going to rebound and and respond from the from the this past weekend and and where we're going. Well, Coach, uh, we greatly appreciate you coming in and wish you all the best on Saturday. We'll be catching up with you uh, some point after Shelbyville. I can't remember what, what date it is on the schedule, but it's certainly not too long after the Shelbyville game. So uh, wish you all the best this weekend. We look forward to uh, chatting with you again next week. Very good. Thank you, Bryce. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. Brian Helvey, head girls coach out at Batesville, and we're back uh, with uh, the boys coach from Batesville High School, Aaron Garrett, after this short break. This is Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI. Oh, my. That's a big pretzel. I've heard that a lot lately. See Swison from Ison's Family Pizza. Our new hit menu item is a giant medium pizza-sized pretzel. Pick one up today for $9.99. We also got your sweet tooth covered with our Black Forest chocolate cake, carrot cake, caramel chocolate lava cake, New York cheesecake, caramel apple cheesecake, and our impossible-to-forget chocolate chip cookies. Get your That's a Big Pretzel only at Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, or downtown Batesville. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. You are tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI. 
And our show tonight brought to you in part by Great Plains Communications, Hurt and Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gutsweiler. It's Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville for another edition of Coach's Corner on WRBI. Once again, I'm Bryce Kendrick, and uh, appreciate uh, Brian Helvey, the girls' basketball coach out of Batesville, joining us uh, during our last break. And we switch back to the boys now, and uh, not too far from here, just a couple miles down the road at Batesville High School, he's the boys' basketball coach at BHS, Coach Aaron Garrett. Good evening, Coach, and welcome to the show. Bryce, it's good to see you. Thanks for having me. It is good to have you on, and it's been a while since you and I have had a chance to chat. First of all, just uh, uh, some pleasantries. How was Thanksgiving? It was good. It was good. Uh, a win would have been better yeah. for some for some Thanksgiving dessert. But overall, as you think about the season and, and as you think what you're thankful for, just so many blessings from the, the kids I get to teach in the classroom, the guys I get to coach on the, on the basketball floor, my coaching staff, my family. Just so many blessings abound. And... Maybe one of the biggest ones is, is simply having people back in the stands, and and I'm oh. so thankful for the kids to be able to experience what Indiana high school basketball is. And like I told Coach Bowman, who's a friend of mine, before our game on on Saturday, I'm glad he gets to experience the season as a coach. And they've got a good squad, so we have a lot of people at their games this year. So right. it's I'll never take for granted again. And one of the things that I, I kept saying myself after the pandemic was, "Don't take special for granted." Sure. And it's special to be an Indiana high school basketball coach in this state. It's nice to have those environments back, and it was quite the environment Saturday. Well, it was on Saturday, and, and I know for, for me that the first really big crowd that, that I saw this year was the South Ripley-Jacksondale boys game, and it's almost criminal to have a game like the one that you have with Jack on Saturday or that, that uh, Thanksgiving shootout game with uh, Batesville or with uh, Jacksondale and South Ripley and to not have uh, fans in the seats and to see gyms you know, as full as they were, that, was, that, that feels awfully, awfully good. Especially in this pocket of the state where the people are very passionate about their their basketball teams, and it's, it's fun to have them back. No question. Well, before we talk about Saturday's game and the season they had, uh, just a quick look back at last year. Um, your team finished 9-15, and but certainly the second half of the season was much better than the first half. It was. And a lot of close losses, mm-hmm. right? We, I, I think we could have definitely eclipsed the 15-win mark that I always try to strive for with our groups. And it was a, it was a group where not having the summer – I thought hurt us maybe more than some other teams on our schedule last year. Last year, as you look at the schedule, there were a lot of teams that were senior heavy, uh-huh. um, a couple teams with multi-thousand-point scores or a thousand-point scores, and we took the brunt of that. Where I think we would have had a regular off season, and then we got quarantined right there in our third week of the preseason, heading, heading into games. So a lot of things stacked up against us, much like they were against other squads in the area. But proud of that team. Our, our seniors led us well. Those guys are doing well as I've checked in them here on the holidays as they've been home. And it was, they set, they helped carry over from the year before. Mm-hmm. And one thing we did was was make a commitment. And not that we weren't committed to weights, but definitely some changes that need to be made were made. And, and we're, we're on the front end of seeing some of those benefits where I think last year some of those losses would have turned into wins. Right. If we'd just been a little bit more stronger, more athletic, bigger, stronger, faster. And we're getting that turned around, which is good. You're talking about the the seniors from last year who helped uh, kind of set the table for this year. Sam Vagley and R.J. Powell certainly were, were huge uh, graduation losses for you. And then you also had some really key role players with Leighton Ratcliffe, uh, Calvin Sherwood, Austin Corn, and Ben Shebler. I think I got them all, didn't I? You did. And a good group of dudes, too. And, yeah. and with R.J. and Sammy, three year varsity players. I mean, yeah. they, were, they were key contributors as sophomores on the sectional championship team. So... Now we have to. Now the task was replace them. Yeah, and right. let's talk about those guys. Uh, Tom Raver and Cole Werner. We'll start there. Yep, those are two guys. Thomas is in his third year. He he played some minutes there as a freshman on that championship team, and brings a lot of experience to us. And can do a little bit of everything. Can score at all three levels. He has some threes. He can has his pull up. He can finish at the basket and, and use his length and, and bully some people there around the basket. And then Cole Werner is 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 definitely our floor leader in terms of that point guard position. It, goes with that position he embodies it well in terms of how he leads us is how he does things verbally mm-hmm. which is a lost art in terms of getting players to communicate as, as often as freely as we would as we need them to 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 perform and that that bit us a couple times the other night when we did not communicate enough uh-huh. so those two guys have done a, a really good job and, a, and eli pearson's another guy who was a full-time varsity player for me last year was in between starting and, and our sixth man off the bench and Eli's gotten really strong and just brings a dose of athleticism and strength to us. And he's a really good passer, mm-hmm. which is kind of odd for a, a forward that 
He's not, a, he's not really a scoring forward, if you will. He can definitely score points for us, but he's got a really nice knack for just making some great passes and seeing the floor. So those three will be our anchors. They're our captains for a reason. They've earned that position, and they'll definitely have to anchor this year's squad. Well, let's talk about uh, your first game. And uh, just uh, as I phrased it in the afternoon sportscast today, it was an instant Ripley County Boys Basketball Classic, 82-80 in double overtime. Unfortunately, uh, the Bulldogs ended up on, on the short side of that. But as you look at what was a very uh, competitive and, and tight first half, uh, 36-32 at the break, your thought about the flow of the game through the first 16 minutes. How, how were your boys – how did your boys fare to – taking to the floor competitively for the very first time i overall when i as you know as you get ready for a season different players text different people text in terms of hey good luck can't wait to watch the bulldogs play and i just i was responding to them i couldn't wait to get effort and execution on the film yeah because it, it is a 22 game season now it's a long process and right. we really focus on the process so i was very excited to get things on film and we did not have a very good start our first two possessions we ended up with 22 turnovers by my account when i went back and watched the film and you're not going to win very many basketball games that way. And then you couple that with shooting below 50% from the free throw line and getting outscored by 12 from the free throw right. line. Now, some of that's when we're fouling late sure. to get back and to have a chance to win. And, and to Jacksonville's credit, they shot a good clip from the free throw line. So our, our execution wasn't there. Right. And, again, I've got to make sure I recalibrate and keep in mind it's, it's November. Mm-hmm. We, we are replacing a lot of people. And even, even the three guys we just mentioned that has played varsity basketball for me, Eli and Cole, for example, really haven't played in front of a, a crowd, if you will. And we had a 50% capacity there for their last two home games last year. Uh-huh. The sectional was a little bit more, but it wasn't it wasn't a raucous environment like the other night. Sure. So even, even putting that into the mix, overall, where I'm most pleased, and, and in the first half, we Jackson Dow, I think, get up to a 10-point lead, if not a 12-point lead. I know 10-point lead for sure. Right. But we just kept battling back. Yeah. And that would be a theme as we went through the rest of the game where – I've had other teams in the past, and it's natural at this age group, just to, okay, it's not our night, and just to kind of, hey, they're hitting shots, they're drilling threes. I think they end up with 11 threes on us, 12 threes on us. Mm-hmm. And it'd be easy just to kind of give in, relax. Right. But to our guys' credit, man, we were literally, I'm not sure, and I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. I, I definitely am thinking about what we're doing from a conditioning standpoint, from a strength standpoint in terms of in season. I'm not sure if we could have. Could have got our guys through a third overtime, I and mean, they were because right. they just it's been everything. Cole yeah. Warner, especially, I did, literally had to peel him off the bench there to start the second half because he just given everything he had. Right now, the beauty of that is, yeah, it was a tough loss, but but outside of execution, right? And we went through, I went through over turnovers tonight. I went through what we call tough twos. We we turned the ball over way too much, and we took way too many hard contested two point attempts. Right, where that basketball's got to keep moving and find their open teammates, and we'll get there. This group shares the ball really well. And some of our turnovers are actually trying to be too aggressive, getting the ball up the floor, all of which we can fix. And like I challenge up with, with film is film doesn't lie, know better, do better. Right. Now, if they know better and decide not to do better, I am blessed with, with eight guys that can play, a ninth guy we hope to get back there in, in late January, and quite frankly, a couple sophomores that are that are performing well and competing. So our stable is a little bit more full than it has been in the past, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Sure. And this is a group where I really, and we'll talk about him. Obviously, we had a freshman in the mix, and our our seniors have done a great job of accepting him in the mix. Mm-hmm. And Cody Moore is a kid who, quite frankly, at halftime, I had, a, I had a chat with him real quick as far as, hey, let's get going. He had zero points at halftime, and right. I'm not even sure if I remember correctly. I had not even attempted, he had attempted a shot because he attempted a tough two. Yeah. A spinning tough two over three people, not under control. Did anybody yell spinner in, by the way? Because that's what I yell. <laughs> I'll talk about you at the end in terms of I do, I do miss your broadcast. But um, but Cody just as a kid who responded really well and put up twenty points from the halftime on. Right. And it's fun to see a kid because even in the summer, which we we had a summer this year, we got a lot of games in. Right. And we were constantly yelling at Cody to because Cody can really shoot the basketball. Mm-hmm. He, he's grown in height. He's got himself physically stronger, and he is one of those I think will prove to be over the course of a season a special a special shooter. And he's even getting to where he can get some things down at the other levels when he's when he's on two feet and goes up strong where he can finish the basket. But he put 20 points on after halftime. Right. And really took some shots where you'd think, and even in live action, you would appear like he's he's covered up, he's 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 being defended. But, like, we we tarp on with our guys. Defensively, if you're hand down, man down, meaning if you're against a good shooter and your hand is not up in that, that alley, that window where they can take that shot, 
you're actually open if you're if you're a, a bona fide qualified shooter, which Cody proved he is. So just very very happy for him. Um, Casey Hughes is a was a full time uh, Cody was a full time JV guy last year. Casey was a full time JV last year, and Casey came in and gave us some big defensive possessions, gave us some rebounding, just some tenacity. And quite frankly, it hurt us when he fouled out in the first overtime. Mm-hmm. I, I think maybe he could have impacted the game even more if he's if he wasn't disqualified with the fouls. And and Zach Wade's a, a guy, a senior who was full time JV last year. Zach can do a little bit of everything. And what I appreciate about him appreciated about him the other night was he was he was basically our bench captain in terms of I can even tell in real time as the as the chaos chaos of a game goes on. That we call him Zuper. That Zuper Zach Wade was really connected, and when he got in, he played well in his moments. He's going to continue to get more minutes because he can do some things for us. But he's really appreciative of, of as a senior, not getting as many minutes as some of the underclassmen, and yet still keeping us very connected and, and very positive and talking to guys as they came in and out. And like I said, when he got in, he was able to contribute. So Bryce, I think I think these seniors are going to lead us really really well. And what I've challenged him with is, can we compete? like crazy for minutes and still be a great teammate when somebody else is playing the minutes we'd like to be playing. Right. Because that's life. Mm-hmm. Right? That's no life. Question. And I've been really happy with how this group has bought in. And then probably the most striking figure on the floor is our 6-7 guy. And you, you've you been around, I think you started maybe my second year as head coach with your with your website. And so you've seen a lot of Batesville basketball over the years. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure this is the first time in my 14 years where I've been able to put a C in the scorebook for center. Right, I've had a, yeah. I've had some six six guys, but they were athletic wing players. Maybe Matt Dennis could be considered a center back in the day, but but uh, Cole Pride, six seven, and he's a youngster. He's a junior in grade, but he's actually we have sophomores that are older, so, yeah. he, so he's a youngster. And I don't think he's anywhere near done growing yet. And he <laughs> provides some things for us rebounding wise, defensively, and he is still definitely figuring it out. Mm-hmm. And as you watch him play, as you come to our games. We call him a baby giraffe sometimes in terms of right that bot those body parts being right. everywhere. <laughs> Other times he looks like he's older That's than I am. That's a nice visual, by the way. <laughs> Other times he looks older than I am with because his knees right. Yeah. He gets going and he then he does sit for a little bit. Um, but there are definitely flashes there of just supreme athleticism where it's gonna be fun to watch that kid develop for Batesville High School. But I think there's definitely a beyond for him. Mm-hmm. And people may think I'm crazy, but for the game winning shot in regulation. I was more than fine to, to have it work out the way it did, where the extra pass was made in six sevens top the key to shoot a three because he's he's right up there with our top shooters during the whole preseason. He, it didn't go for him this time his two three point attempts, but he will definitely take more of those, and, and he can flat out hit it. And he had a good look at it, and then if he's a kid that can shoot, you want him to shoot. Yep, there's there's shooters and they're makers, right? Right. Every Indiana high school guy thinks they can shoot it, but yeah. you got to be a maker, and, and he's proven himself to be one. Okay. Coach, as we move ahead now to uh, your next game and a game that we'll have on Friday night uh, up at Greensburg, just just a lovely rivalry between you guys and the Pirates. Talk talk about your matchup with uh, Stacey Myers' group. Yep. What I've seen on film, they've definitely gotten physically stronger. And, and same old, same old. They're, they don't, they're not quite as, from one game sample anyway, not as um, have as much firepower from beyond the arc. Now, they definitely have some guys that can still shoot it, but they are definitely even more cognizant of getting downhill to the basket right to whether either they're going to get there and finish get there and get the free throw line or get there kick out to the next person they attack recovering defense and get an even cleaner look so very very similar greensburg team mm-hmm. in terms of how coach meyer does things and how they how they're going to play the game so our task will be to get ready for that defensively because we did not we did not look good defensively and i was very blunt with our guys about that tonight we we got beat on a lot of one-on-one matchups and now Coach Bowman has in a good system. Um, Wyatt Day is it's been, wasn't fun coaching his team, but he and Simon both. It's it is. I don't know if I'm getting older or what the deal is, Bryce, but it's, it's, <laughs> it is more in the moment where. I mean, I remember when I had Robert Raver guard Wyatt Day in the Ripley County Tourney. Yeah, and that's that wasn't fair, right? right? Robert was a big, strong dude. Wyatt was a skinny freshman. So to see he and Simon just grow up, and those are going to be two dominant players in this area. Yeah, and and as you saw live on Tuesday night. Yeah. Uh, Simon put on one of the better performances I've seen. When you watch it back on film, it was even more impressive against just some of the scoring over two or three guys mm-hmm. getting rebounds. And he's, I'm not sure what the roster has him at, but he's, I don't think Simon's taller than me, so I'm 
he really orchestrated that game well the other night and proved to be the difference there and making a couple of just critical baskets to ultimately win it. But he did plenty before that to, to lead that team. So, but going back to Greensburg, we we gotta we definitely have to improve defensively in what we were able to do Saturday night. Rebounding, I thought we did okay. We're going to have to really tighten that up as well. And and we're pretty solid this year getting the ball up the floor. The guys are sharing it. But to do that, you've got to clean up your defensive rebound right. and then make a great decision, not just a quick decision in terms of, of luring those those turnovers. All right. Well, Coach, we greatly appreciate you coming in tonight. And I, I know you, you've got a lot of stuff you're trying to balance now. You've got your kids playing ball, too. And how's that going with the youngsters real quick before we oh, well, let you go? Well, I've got I've, – before here, I was helping at Winston's Dirt Road practice and took him to rec practice. <laughs> um, Lincoln, my eighth grader, they'll play – they were scheduled to play – Connersville? Five games. Yeah, they're at Connersville. Five games – in six days. Wow. we got a tournament there on Saturday. But, Bryce, I've got three things, if you'll allow me. Sure. I, I'd be remiss to move on without covering Cade Kaiser. Um, he's a freshman. I think he's going to be a really, really special player. Made some big plays the other night. In 14 out of 15 points in the second half. Yep. And then hit two big free throws to tie it. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's, it's just fun to see a kid, whether it be a freshman through our senior. But our seniors are doing an outstanding job of accepting a freshman. Mm-hmm. I mean, seamlessly accepting a freshman, and that's when you know you have a special group. And then to see a kid of any grade level, any experience level, just deliver in a key moment, a critical right. moment, right? Mm-hmm. When you know that gymnasium, it's loud in there. You had the rivalry game with Jackson Dell. They have a lot of people there. And maybe he's too young to even know better, but it's fun to see a kid just step up there. And, and at, he missed a front end of a one-on-one. So it's nice to see that not lingering in his mind and get up there and hit two two big free throws. Freshman ignorance sometimes isn't a bad thing. Yeah, and this guy's <laughs> going to be... I think he's going to be awfully good over a course of a career. We're going to push him hard to be. And then for you, I miss you on the SEI local side. Uh, I'm thrilled for our community that you're with WRBI. Selfishly, that means a lot of coverage for the Bulldogs by such a skilled guy and, and just somebody who has a passion and loves it, right? And, and I appreciate your crew always as you did your games on SEI local in terms of it being about the student-athletes, it being positive. And so I, did, I just thank you for the coverage you're bringing, not only Batesville, but You've really extended the coverage out, much like you did with your website, to the um, to all the area schools in, in, a, in a multi-county range. So just welcome to Batesville. Proud to officially welcome you here. appreciate that, Coach. Thank you. Obviously, we miss Coach Raver. Yes, we do. Right. And and I know I've kept in touch with Sally. He continues to fight like he always has, and, and it'll, be, it'll be quite the blessing. Two things that stick out last year was when we had those two games of 50% capacity. It was good to see some of our longtime fans that were just – literally just wanting to come to a basketball game right and unfortunately we lost one of them over the summer a longtime fan so it's really special that he was able to be there mm-hmm. and he and bryce when i say longtime fan i mean it everything not just basketball sure. everything so it's, it's you have those special people that are connected to programs it's good to see them be able to come back especially when you have to take a pause and, and realize yeah this is all important and it's really the the relationships that are most important so I can't wait till the day where, where we can see Coach Raver up in that Bulldog room, be able to take in a, a basketball game. Yeah. And have We'd love chance. to have him back here, too. Yeah. And just, he is he is Coach's Corner, right? He is Batesville basketball in terms of he was a former coach. He's done nothing but support Batesville athletics in general, was a, was a teacher and coach for a corporation. So just want to publicly give him a shout-out and, and thank him and Sally for all they've done over the years. And Great people appreciate you keeping this going because i'm telling you you know how things are dwindling in terms of coverage from newspapers radio stations etc etc so we have something that there's no other small town community that has this so just i appreciate you stepping in and then taking over coach's corner to keep this service alive because i think we'd all be surprised by how many people truly tune in to listen to the show whether it be parents and and fans and friends of current players Mm -hmm. Versus we've got some longtime fans that this is a staple for them. So yeah. just appreciate what Coach Raver's built and what you're helping carry on tonight. I'm, I'm happy just to keep the seat warm. Mm-hmm. Coach, thank you so much for your time. Thank Good you. seeing you again. Good seeing you. All right. All the best Friday night. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Aaron Garrett, head coach of the Batesville Bulldogs. I'll be back to wrap up the show right after this. This is Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI. Oh, my. That's a big pretzel. I've heard that a lot lately. 
Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza. Our new hit menu item is a giant medium pizza-sized pretzel. Pick one up today for $9.99. We also got your sweet tooth covered with our Black Forest chocolate cake, carrot cake, caramel chocolate lava cake, New York cheesecake, caramel apple cheesecake, and our impossible-to-forget chocolate chip cookies. Get your That's a Big Pretzel only at Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, or downtown Batesville. Your local Lennox dealer, Hurt and Elko, is turning 50 this year. That's a long time spent respectfully satisfying the electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling needs of our customers through unparalleled service and competitive prices. Hi, this is Scott Lampany. Come check out our newly redesigned showroom. We have a nice supply of fixtures for you to see and touch, plus a large inventory of electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling supplies and parts. Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox dealer, and so much more. You took the first step and quit smoking. Now it's time to take the second step, scheduling your lung cancer screening. Margaret Mary Health offers a lung cancer screening, which includes a low-dose CT scan. Though typically covered by insurance, Margaret Mary also offers a discounted rate for those whose insurance does not cover it. For more information, visit us online at mmhealth.org. That's mmhealth.org. to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI. And before we close out the show tonight, we do have a very busy week of high school basketball this week. Last week we had five games. This week we have six. Uh, tomorrow night it all gets started. South Ripley girls hosting North Decatur. On Wednesday night it's the Jacksonville girls hosting Hauser. Thursday night, Oldenburg girls travel to North Decatur. Friday night it's the boys game that Coach Garrett and I were just talking about. Batesville up in Greensburg. Two games on Saturday, uh, the Oldenburg girls at South Decatur. And then the night game is a boys game with South Ripley hosting North Decatur. It is a full week week of basketball here on Country 103.9 WRBI. I'd like to thank uh, Cecil Eisen and the staff here at Eisen's Family Pizza for being such great hosts. Our other wonderful sponsors including Garings, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Hurt and Elko, Margaret Berry Health and Bruns Gutswiller. Big thanks to John Howe for engineering the show at the studio and to my coaches tonight, Clint Bowman of the Jacksonville Boys, Eric Feller of the Oldenburg Girls, Brian Helvey of the Batesville Girls and Aaron Garrett of the Batesville Boys. That will do it for me, Bryce Kendrick, sitting in for the Hall of Famer and Coach uh, Raver and his Hall of Fame wife, Sally. I'll be back at 6 a.m. tomorrow with a fresh look at local sports and in studio at 12 o'clock to take you through your afternoon. Until then, enjoy your evening, and thanks so much for listening to Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI. Join us again next time for another edition of Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. And check out our Coach's Corner podcast archives online at WRBIRadio.com. From 103.9 WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles.